0: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us?
1: Villains and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast. It's kind it of feels like I'm doing nothing but doing podcasts for the, over the last forty eight <laughs> hours. Uh, I think this is my fourth podcast in less than forty eight hours that uh, that that we've done, Petty. But you know what? I wouldn't have it any other way because talking about Aston Villa uh, is, and I've. I've I will never not say this. Talking about Aston Villa is so cathartic. It's so great in, in, in periods like this and in these challenging times that we have. And, uh, you know, long may it continue that we've got a slew of games uh, coming a slew of games together, should I say. And we certainly have that at the moment and we have games coming up. And today we're coming to you to speak to you about the Newcastle game uh, tomorrow, Saturday, against our old uh, custodian, Steve Bruce. Paddy, how does this fantastic Friday find you
0: finds me well i'm all good i spent a seven and a half kilometer walk listening to yourself and uh, your your last podcast that you didn't miss me in <laughs> <laughs> um, listening to louise a very infectious kind of guy you if if anyone hasn't listened to it go back and listen to it i really enjoyed it yeah
1: Luis is Luis is the bomb. He was really really cool guy and and little, genuinely I think I, I must have spoke to him for about for almost two hours yesterday. Uh, just got caught in conversation and and, and I know I'm one to talk and, and and I sometimes I don't shut up but uh, I I just thoroughly enjoyed uh, conversing with him yesterday. a Really good guy um, and once again if anybody wants to just see a different perspective on football um and football in general not even just Aston Villa but it does have a very Aston Villa centric uh, feel to it the yeah. Lato, uh podcast is uh is is really good and they've got another episode out uh, out today as well but um yeah we've got Newcastle paddy and uh do you know what We've got a lot of games coming up, and we could waffle on about Newcastle, and we could waffle on about the, this being the Steve Bruce Derby. But what I'm going to do, Paddy, is I'm going to put a time limit on this. Go put a time limit of ten minutes. We're going to talk about Newcastle Villa for ten minutes, and then we're out the gap. Not that we don't want to talk about Aston Villa, but there's going to be a lot of content coming over in the next few days, and I'm sure people are going to want something maybe a small bit short and snappy uh, from us. Uh, and and this is this is a complete social experiment because. We don't do short and snappy usually, so uh, so let's see if we could actually do it. Uh, so actually, I, I've got, do you know what? Just for the purposes of people out, out there, I'm going to put a timer on a 10 minute timer, Paddy. So, Newcastle versus Aston Villa, go who's going to win? <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm only so, I know that today we've um, we, we've obviously had the press conference from Dean Smith. And Dean Smith has mentioned yes. has uh, has as drip fed a small bit of information to us. Why well, take us through that, Paddy? I, I didn't see an awful lot of it, but what have you seen from yeah. it that who maybe I haven't, haven't
0: seen the I haven't seen the podcast. I read it, I read a kind of a roundup of it, and I think yeah, the long and the short of it is that we the most most important thing for me is Maddie Cash is okay. Yes, uh, looks like looks mean. like he's going. To- <laughs> All the mats, but well. yeah. Matty target's fine. Um, and it looks like he, he's gonna be able to play uh tomorrow. Uh John McGinn obviously suspended. Uh Courtney House still doubtful. Wesley is out, obviously, and Trezeguet is back in. So uh and not think- not a whole point to get through there. I think the important thing is that we're uh we're getting back to a full bill of health and uh I I expect nothing other than a bit of a spanking tomorrow night, and I'm I'm going to suggest that we're looking at a three or four nil win tomorrow, and I'm going to accept nothing less. I think I think we're uh, I think we're smarting from Wednesday night. I think oh, yeah. I think there'll be a lot of people very pissed off, and I think they're going to get stuck into Newcastle as a result.
1: Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Th- those names that you mentioned there, I suppose realistically, when I'm looking at those, the left hand side seems to be very much buoyed by uh, Matt Target, and uh, it's going to be good to see Trezeguet back because with John McGinn out, we now have some options. McGinn is out. Maybe, um, maybe Greatish goes comes back into the centre. I know that those that that we most likely will see Ramsey there. I don't. I'm not 100% sure that we will there will will see it happen. I know that's what the feeling is out there on social media. It may be a case where Grealish comes back into the centre. uh El plays out left, and then we bring on Trezeguet. You know, as a, as as a change of pace guy later on in, in the game. But options, options, options. I think is going to yeah. be fantastic. I think. I think it sends
0: out. I think. I think if you if if, you, if they do as you suggest and move Grealish back into the middle, it sends out the wrong signals. For me, mm-hmm. it's, it's get Jacob Ramsey in there. Let let's see how he's how he adapts. And th- these are the games that we need to put him in there for. These these are winnable games, regardless yeah. of, of of missing John again. So, uh, I I'd like to see him get in there. I'd love to see him get a goal. Um, very I nearly great did hope
1: against
0: you know, City. Very yes. nearly did against City. Yeah, but I have great hopes from you know. I think I think it's time to trust him and throw him in there and give him a game.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not. I know, I know he's play. I know he's
0: played before, obviously, but you know, I think, yeah. I think, I think he sends the wrong signals if, if we change up our, our system. Mm-hmm. That's that's just me. That's that's just my <laughs>
1: I'm not. Uh, my, I'm not even sure. Coach, like
0: people yeah. won't agree with that, but that's just what what the, my philosophy on it, and my philosophy of coaching would be as well. So yeah.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I, I Look, as I say, I'm not against putting Ramsey in there. Uh, I think probably one of the biggest things for me is that Ramsey is going to be going up against John Joshelvie and Isaac Hayden. And uh, there, he's going to want a bit of steel in his belly for that fight, which, you know, I suppose, realistically, we'll never know if he has it unless we see it, you know, unless, unless we see him play against them. So you can protect it, protect the guy so much. Um but maybe his position isn't the McGinn position. I I, I don't really know where his where his position lies and he has been deployed a small bit further forward um when he has been brought in. So it's it's going to be interesting. And it's going to be one of those ones that is very, very um, very, very interesting. But the options, as I say, are the big thing. Um yeah. well, I, was I think just thinking-
0: I think regardless whether if, if it's Jack or or Ramsey, they will be playing in in the Barkley position and Barkley will drop a bit deeper, you oh, would yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. that could happen well. too. Absolutely. Um, yeah, look, I think the team is going to be pretty stable other than that. Uh, we don't have Wesley back just yet, but it's great to see Wesley trading because I think, and I think even Ollie Watkins would like to have maybe a break here and there or, or, or to get to be able to leave it on the table for like 70 minutes and then get 20 minutes of a break at the end of games. Because yeah. uh, even though he's probably chomping at the bit and says, don't take me out until I start scoring goals. Um, which is fine by me, but uh, you know, having having options—that's what this podcast is most, more more or less going to be called. The options are coming back, and uh, hopefully, we'll have more signings coming in the next few days. Uh, that will are signing at least in the next few days. That will will give us more options. Look at the Newcastle team, Paddy, Is there anyone there that really really scares you? I know that they have uh, Sam Maxim seems to be back. It's looking like he's trending to be back after some long COVID issues. We could do without his pace out there, but uh, as I say, we've spoken an awful lot about COVID effects on people, but is there anyone that really scares you on that at Newcastle? Um, I suppose, like,
0: collectively, you know, they they have potential to to, to go and raise their game. They just haven't been able to do it recently, so I'm hoping they don't bloody start tomorrow. Um, You know, Andy Carroll can hurt you, Callum Wilson can hurt you, Joe Linton, if he decides to turn up, can hurt you, and Almiron, we know, is, you know, if he turns up, you know, he's a he's a pretty decent player. I guess it all depends on the start they have. Um, you know, they're they're solid enough at the back, you know, but they can be got at down the wings, I think, which, which will suit us. Um Kieran Clark is is back at Villa Park, um, signed a new contract today as well. So good luck to him. Um other than that, you know, it it's hard to say who they'll play in the middle. You know, he, he seems to mix it up an awful lot. You know, you've you've got Jeff Hendrick as there there as well, um, or or one of the long staff. So it'll be interesting. Um, you know, the a Steve Bruce team, I, I would hope that we go and give them a right good rattle tomorrow. And uh I will be putting a bet on us to score goals mm. and a few of them and I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there that Ollie Watkins will break his duck
1: tomorrow night. I absolutely hope so. Do you know what? There's these players that I just have an irrational fear of and there's two of them on the Newcastle team both of them played with Bournemouth, Bournemouth at one stage is Ryan Fraser and Matt Ritchie I have an irrational fear of those two guys and I hope to Christ that doesn't come doesn't come true uh, tomorrow because Ryan Fraser is back um, back in the fold again and uh, look we know what Matt Ritchie can do with long range shots and free kicks and things like that he's getting on a small bit I think at the moment I think he's shoving on over the 30-year-old mark, but, you know, the the, the technique that he has is fantastic. So they're, they're two guys that, that uh, just worry me slightly and Carl Darlow has made a, de- a deal with the devil recently and uh, he can <laughs> stop marbles. He can stop peas from a pea shooter at the moment. Yeah. So... Um, you know, uh, he, he tends to have good games and he does concede as well, but he tends to have good games too. So uh, hopefully he doesn't have one of his blinders against us uh, because uh, we could, uh, as I say, we do have the firepower, but uh, we could do without another team not having an absolute massive stroke of luck against us, um, <laughs> you know, uh, because it's 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 getting a bit old in the tooth now, please. But uh, yeah. you your your prediction, Paddy. You were saying it was going to be goals. I think you mentioned three or four goal win at the start. That's what that's what I predicted. Yeah,
0: I I I reckon we'll get at these early on. We'll score early, and we'll score often. So I'm going to go three or four nil definitely. Um, I, I just think the the fire that's in the belly of everybody now after Wednesday night, how well we played, how well we put it together. I think if. You know, I'd be very surprised if Newcastle put her up to us tomorrow. But then again, you just never know what team is going to turn up with them.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know, will Dean Smith be on the touchline tomorrow? I'd imagine he probably will be. But uh, I, I don't think his band has come into, come into action yet. But um, either way, you know, no one in the stands. He'll be able to watch it just from a raised position in the stands anyway and have a clear, clear view of it. He'll be able to roar down at his touchline. Everyone will be able to hear what he's saying <laughs> anyway. So it's not going to make yeah. any difference whatsoever. For me, I think I'm going to go with a 2-0 win for Aston Villa. I think you're right with Ali Watkins. I think he pops up at the back post again. And uh, I think that we see maybe... I think, that, I, I, I think we're in line for a defensive goal. Uh, tomorrow, I don't know why I think maybe a cross gets gets nodded in by Mings or, or something along those lines I uh, I just have a feeling in my belly that there's going to be a defensive uh, goal tomorrow but um, I'm expecting a bounce back performance, I'm expecting a performance full of piss and vinegar, I'm expecting Aston Villa to win 2-0 Ah, the timer is, there we go, just gone off <laughs> The timer literally just I don't know, could you guys hear it there? But as I said, 2-0, the timer went off. Uh same you know, the bell. Say by the bell is right. So we've tried to stay to 10 minutes. We actually did it, Patty. We've proven it uh that we can do it. So now we might never do it again. Uh so that's just uh that's just to prove to ourselves that we could actually sh- show brevity <laughs> at some stage. Um but yeah, we'll be back to you. we'll be back with you guys after the game again. Um with uh with another preview pod or another review pod, and then we're straight on to burnley i think next isn't it again after that it's yeah. coming hot and heavy you now. so uh yeah these 10 minute previews people, uh, might be, be a blessing looking in at it or listening yeah. to us. <laughs> yeah exactly you'll be sick of listening to us um i'm recording again with a couple of more people t- today as well so we'll have a few more podcasts coming out to to kind of help you guys over the weekend too um or maybe into next week i don't know when i'm going to be releasing them but um yeah as i say we've we've got the content uh, lined up and uh, hopefully you're enjoying it as always please react interact to us, with us on twitter we had a great interaction today from a guy called Ed Church if you haven't seen it follow, look look at paddy's timeline you're going to see it there he actually breaks down why it actually was offside as per the the fifa assistant referees um, guidebook uh, that they're given it's it, it's it's very good it's literally it's got the it's got a video and then it's got the rationale behind why the video was why it's, the person was offside and it's irrefutable in, in my view uh, as to why um uh, Roger was offside the last day, but without going into old wounds with Paddy here on the podcast, I'm just going to tell you to look at it. He hasn't seen it yet, so um, so he's going to look at it afterwards. But thanks every everyone so much for all your interaction. Um, as I say, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the interview we had with Luis Miguel Echevarri yesterday um, from CBS uh, Sports and from the K podcast, podcast, um, please give it a listen. Uh, he's very much wears his heart in his sleeve with regards to how much Aston Villa means to him, and it's it's a it's a really nice. Um, Wholesome uh, listening, I, th- I felt, and and he's got a great article out as well that I linked in the post to my tweet tweet as well. So, as always, you can catch Paddy on at Villa Paddy, you can catch me on at Love McGrath Pod, and all that's left to say is up the Villa,
0: up the Villa.